I, I went like this. I went, whoa! <laughs> and you were surprised. Welcome, everybody, to Quarter Twins Week of Review. Mm-hmm. The show with only one question. Watch anything good lately? No? Yes? Yes, question mark? I think so, maybe. But maybe not. Oh. Find out. Uh, yeah, there are... We're going to talk about a few things, quite a few things in this episode. There are time codes in the descriptions. You can jump around and listen to what you want to skip what you don't want to that's okay and um if you do enjoy the show please share it and welcome to quarterton's airlines is the joke i made the first time that's right uh, because i feel like a pilot i remember that um and there are spoilers ahead for uh many things uh, including the the main i suppose the thing i talked the thing i talked about the longest Mm -hmm. was the flash lots of lots of spoilers for that movie yeah (laughs) pretty much everything everything there's a spoil I i i i spoiled it so um yeah, uh, we. Re- I'm re-recording this intro, so just like I don't know, enjoy this episode. I guess. What? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> he also talked about Transformers: Rise of the Beasts and how that was. I a did. Movie. Yeah. And uh, I talked it's about several uh, Apple TV shows that all started with S. Yeah. So many S, four S subjects. Yes, Spider-Man, Severance, C, and Silo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're good. Okay. Enjoy the episode. Bye. See you. What are we talking about um, today? We, well, okay. Uh, what did you watch good lately? Anything good lately? Did you watch good things yeah, I, I, at all? I watched TV since last we time we spoke. Well, we've been we've been kind of hyper focused on a few things as of late. So there's been oh. there's been time for me to build oh. up a little bit of a uh, a, a bank of things mm. to have to speak on. Yes. Um, so. You know, here we go with those things. Okay, Apple TV. Yeah, let's hear it. I'm here for you. Apple TV has been on fire as of late, right? On fire. We got we got for all mankind a banger show that everyone should watch. Never gonna stop recommending. Um, I've heard shout, it's pretty good. Shout out to anybody who watches all of it, uh, because there are two people that I've recommended this show to now that have watched most or all of season <laughs> one. And then just I've fall seen off. all of season one. So I'm yeah, I'm talking about somebody else. Uh, for in, the in the f- yeah. first fifteen minutes of the first episode of yeah. season two. Okay. It's and a, then you know, again. That's so great for you. <laughs> uh, the show is literally amazing and I need you to freaking create a new email and get back on the horse. Yeah. Okay. Watch the show, please. Three seasons, thirty episodes, it's not that hard. See, the thing is, I have access to Apple TV now. Oh, no. Because I'm using my our friend's account for a while, and that's how I've watched Ted Lasso. Mm. I, just haven't, I just haven't watched For All Mankind. So. Wow. Wow. It's literally staring him in the face, and he's just like, <laughs> It is. Ass. It is. Uh, speaking but of it, Ted Lasso. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, season three finished. Did we talk about Ted Lasso? I don't think we ever talked about it extensively between the two of us yeah i talked about finishing season one and season two and then i was gonna wait for season three to end so i could binge it as a whole and and did you and i did and i was like eh, yeah show kind of general consensus like they had this joke that they did in the tv ad and they're like we could make a whole show about this and someone was like we'll pay you a bunch of money to do that and they were like okay and they ran out of all the jokes that they used in the ad in the first season. And yeah. then they just created a bunch of characters that weren't related to the soccer part. And it yeah. kind of just went off and did its own thing a bunch of times. Yeah, it was disappointing for sure. There's still like, I explained it to somebody who was like, I care about all of the characters mm-hmm. in season three. And I am somewhat interested in all of the storylines they show us but i'm more interested in ted lasso (laughs) yeah the (laughs) guy because he's the 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 name of the show Mm -hmm. the the main character what's with people in making shows naming them after characters and then not caring about that character yeah i just feel like because i went back and rewatched season one and season one is so good because it's about freaking ted lasso and there are all of these characters, and you get their point of view, but it's all about how this this guy from Kansas 
how he affects all of these people's lives. Like all of their plot lines are revolve around this guy and how mm-hmm. he kind of interrupts their, you know, their English Brit- British lives. <laughs> and he brings this new Midwest culture and, and how his, the way he sees the world and how he, you know, deals with things and how he coaches and how he makes friends and all of this stuff. Like it, it all of the characters revolve, like their stories revolve around him and they learn things because of him and from him. Right. <clears throat> and then season two is like more, you get more in depth into like his mind and like his mental health and all that stuff, but it mm-hmm. kind of starts to go other directions. And then season three is just like, he's kind of there every now and then. And he like coaches the team, but then you're like, Oh, Keely Jones and her social media company and having a relationship. And, uh, yeah. and Nate, Nate is a mean boy, but he's starting to date somebody. And it's, uh, it's I like, like their story. I was okay with that. I like their story, but I was like, "Where's?" where's because Ted? the few, the few episodes you get with Ted, you're like, "Wow, this is good." Mm-hmm. <laughs> they should make a whole show about this guy. Wow. <laughs> what but if anyway. they did? Yeah, that's um, enough on Ted. Yeah. So I was going through the Apple TV catalog. And something that had been recommended to me at work was a show called C with Jason Mm -hmm. Momoa. I've heard of it, yes. And uh, so the premise is um, COVID came, and uh, but it wasn't COVID. It was something worse. Um, Something Mm -hmm. real. Uh Uh-huh. Just kidding. Uh, COVID is real, obviously, and affected a lot of people (laughs) to this day. Um, That's true. This is true. And it's not even over. Uh, But... Uh, I mean, it's still around. Yeah, it literally is. Um, so a, a pandemic came across the world and reduced Earth's population to 2 million people. And oh, everybody that survived was blind. So mm. humanity is blind now. No one can see. Hence the name of the show is C. So like sure. humanity has, has fallen back to the Stone Age. And you, you know how like... Um, Humans are known for being good at keeping records and remembering things and like telling stories is like literally one of the defining features of our species. Yeah. Everyone has forgotten everything about history forever. No one knows anything anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. So like the sun is called the group, the God flame and like all this stuff. Right. The God flame. Yeah, so 150 years go past. Everyone has forgotten all of history and time. No one mm-hmm. remembers every, anything. The idea of the sense of sight is now, like, talking about being able to see or claiming that you can see is punishable by death. Oh, wow. It's like a myth. Like, you, huh. you, no one can see. You liar. You fraud. You liar. Seeing yeah. is not true. So... This guy, whose name sounds like a first and a last name, but right. whenever they say it, it's they say the whole thing, so I can't tell if it's just his first name or just his last name. It's like German Terrell. And you're like, mm. what are you saying? I don't know. I couldn't tell you what it <laughs> actually Terrell. German Terrell. And so this guy can see, and he oh. has two kids that can see, and... He has abandoned his wife and his oh. two kids his, Whoops. to go be somewhere safe while he is hunted down for seeing things. Uh. And so they grow up with Jason Momoa as their dad in this, in this village. And they're like, we can see. But they're like, don't <laughs> tell anybody, though. Don't tell anybody that. And the girl who played that. Love in Blade Runner 2049 is in, in it. Yep. And she's okay. like the queen of this civilization. And she's like, if you can see, you're going to die. But then also, she used to love Jiren Terrell. And she wants, him, she wants him to come back so she can have his babies so that she can babies. have kids that can see. So that they'll sure. be like gods. Mm, I see. I gave up after two episodes. Oh, <laughs> it was sounding pretty interesting. So. It, it honestly, the premise is there, but I'm so like over the post-apocalyptic nature takes over 
aesthetic. Yeah. I don't know. I just, We've seen it a lot. Yeah. I just, I was like, eh, maybe uh, not. Cinematically, well. pretty cool. And I like the idea of, like, these civilizations and how they've adapted to not being able to see. And what a world where everyone is blind kind of looks like and how humans yeah. navigate the space, which was cool. But the novelty of that ended quite quickly. And some people, sure. you can tell that they're, well, I mean, I'm sure most of the people in this aren't blind. And I know a lot of the main actors aren't blind. Yeah. So, like, you can tell when they, like, look at things <laughs> with their, like, clouded contact lenses on, you know? Sure. So, it was just like, there's a little bit of a suspense. A, what, do you, what do you say? The dis... Suspension of disbelief. Suspension of disbelief, yeah. Yeah. I could... It wasn't strong enough for me for this show. Fair enough. So I gave up yeah. on it. Um, well, good I, riddance. Yeah, get rid of that. <laughs> I did watch Severance with Adam okay, Scott. Yes. And I'm not going to talk about it at all other than it was really good and there's going to yep. be a second season. So go watch that one. Yep. Sam watched that recently and I... I was not privy to it, so I haven't seen it yet. But yeah, it's really, yeah, really good. I'm sure, I've heard great things yeah. over and over. It won again. Emmys. Emmys, plural. That's Dang. two. And Dang. now I'm watching Silo, which is airing right now. I've heard of that, um, as well, which yes. is also post-apocalyptic, but nature hasn't taken over. Everyone <gasps> lives in this big tube, and it's tube. like. A silo. It, it, yeah, a silo. And also in this world, conveniently, history has been completely destroyed and no one remembers anything about hmm. the past. And no one knows how long they've been in the silo and no one knows who built the silo and why is it still dangerous to go outside City of Ember style? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's just... 10 Cloverfield Lane style, Okay. For those who know. Okay. Great It's film. It's just that... But there's no kids. It's mm-hmm. just older people. And Rashida Jones is in it. Huh. But, uh... Parks and Rec. Yeah. The Office, for a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, like, L'Oreal ad or whatever. Okay. Yes. Zenny Optical. Yes. Is she do, does she do Zenny? She does. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on the podcast. Come on the podcast, Rashida. Rashida. <laughs> we'll hear about your beautiful career. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that shows it's all right. I'm on like what episode seven or something, maybe. So of the three, Severance, C or Silo, uh, which Severance. should I watch? Severance, Severance? for sure. Uh, the first season okay. ends, and you're like, I know the premise. Tell me more. Yeah, yeah. It's like the they go to work and they forget everything when they leave or whatever. Yeah, so they 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 get in the elevator at work, and as they go up. Uh, their memory cuts out and then a new person's right. memory cuts in and that's their like work persona. So right, they have right, basically right, like right. two people two, who are the same lives. person, but they have separated memories, severed memories. Yeah. So interesting. One guy, he wakes up in the elevator, does work, gets in the elevator at the end of the day, goes downstairs and then instantly again, he wakes up going up the elevator and starts his next day of work. Mm-hmm. So he like he just lives at work. He has no outside yeah. life. And then the other guy doesn't have to go to work, right? He just yeah. drives there, gets in the elevator, and then immediately comes down, tired from a day of work, and then drives home. Hmm. So it's like there's like the social aspect and like what people think about this and – is it right to the people who have to work all their lives? Mm. Um, blah, blah, blah. There's like the social commentary side. And then there's like a bit of mystery going on. Like, what are they actually yeah. doing? Like, why are they severed? Blah, blah, blah. So it's fun. Sure. A little bit of a psychological thriller. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. I saw I saw a few moments of some psychological stuff happening. And uh, Carmine Falcone is in it. Yes. John Turturro great actor mm-hmm. in transformers not this one but yes the first one i loved them. him in that movie actually first is he in the third i think he's in the first three 
Is he in all three? He might even be the fourth one. Dark Side of the Moon? Anyway. That's the third one. Dang it. Pretty good. Which is the one Pretty with the movie. really old uh, Autobot? They're all that's bad. evil. Uh, all of them. <laughs> that is three, what you're talking about, yes. Mm-hmm. The one that's voiced by Ian McKellen? Mm-hmm. Yes. That is Dark Side of the Moon. No and, way that's uh, Ian McKellen. It is. They tried to get Sean Connery, but he said no. Actually, I think he died. So he, yeah. <laughs> That's another <laughs> he, way of he saying said no. no. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He was like, I'd rather die than anything. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> rest, rest in peace, Sean Connery. Uh, Sean Connery. Great actor, I guess. He was a Bond, right? <laughs> he was, yeah. He was in, also in uh, Indiana Jones' dad in the third one. Oh, yeah. Right on. Indiana, my boy. You have one more thing, it looks like. Oh, I. Uh, Spider Man Miles Morales, the video game. Yeah. Um, I've played was some on, of it. Was on sale today. Uh, so I said, I'm going to buy that. And then I relevant. bought it and I started playing it. And I'm having a good time. So Did you play the first one? Spider Man? I played Spider Man PS4. It's in my top 10 games of all time. It's up it's there. It's great. I'm going to play it again. I really, really, really enjoyed it. The second one is coming out I never finished it, next so year, it. early next year, I think. It's yeah. one of the only video I'll games never. I've uh, 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 platinumed or 100% all the achievements on there. Oh, very good. Took a long time to get all the newspapers. That was the last thing I had to do. But Yeah. I'm uh, really bad at, like, you guys remember when I started playing God of War? I haven't played that. I haven't touched that in so long, dude. I, Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm so bad at playing video games, dude. It's it's really rough. I need to just do it, but it's like <laughs> I get I, I get bored. Maybe video games aren't your favorite thing in the world. That's maybe okay. that's true. Maybe that's I, true. I was really I, enjoying it. I'm just like man, I'm yeah. tired of killing the same enemy over and over and over again. Yeah, that's what happened with um, a million Harry times. Potter or Wizarding World or whatever. Yeah, I like it. Was really fun. For a while, but then, like, once I unlocked everything, I kind of just used the same three spells over and over again, and it worked on yeah. everything. Sure. And the story didn't grip me enough to keep me engaged to watch the whole thing, so. <sighs> Not like The Last of watching, Us. Um, Woo! Yeah, I need to just play that instead of God of War. I bet I'd get into that more. I've been watching the Game Grumps playthrough of T- Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I've also been watching your playthrough of uh, Jedi Survivor. Yes, <clears throat> I need to. I'm not on. I'm not up to date on those yet. But I'm. I have one more. S- I have one more session to upload, and I was going to play some more after this. But Sweet. yeah, Our, I'll probably end up playing more Spider Man. Actually, we'll see. Spider Man. Okay, I um I saw two movies, new movies this week. I went to the theater twice, not for the same movie. I actually saw. I rewatched. Across the Spider-Verse on Saturday. Then I watched... The third viewing? Second viewing. Mm. And then I saw Transformers Rise of the Beasts on Tuesday, and I saw The Flash yesterday. Wow. Transformers Rise of the Beasts, everybody. It's the f- sixth one. It's, it's gotta the sixth be. one, not counting Shia, Shia LaBeouf did three, right? Shia did three, then Marky Mark did two, and then there was a Bumblebee spinoff with Haley Seinfeld, mm-hmm. and then there's this one, I see. which is a soft reboot. Oh. Um, which, I guess Bumblebee was a soft reboot, so it's just continuing that. But um, I literally, I watched it, I left the theater, I reviewed it, and then I immediately forgot it. Mm. And that's pretty much the vibe. Wow. I almost fell asleep a couple times. Is Very Bay boring movie. <clears throat> He's producing, yeah, okay. but not directing. Uh, there's a new main character, the guy from... Um, He's in Hamilton and In the Heights, Anthony Lin Ramos. Lin-Manuel Ferranda. What did I just <laughs> yeah, say? That, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Lin-Manuel Ferranda. That's not right. <laughs> that would be so funny if he was the lead in a Transformers <laughs> movie. <laughs> can you imagine? Yes, I can. It sounds amazing in my head. Optimus Prime! <laughs> You gotta get the glowy thing. I don't know. I feel that like he sounds, sounds like, like him. <laughs> I can only hear. Him I am like... not throwing away my shot. There he is. <laughs> get the all spark. <laughs> yeah, there's always a glowy thing they uh-huh. have to get, and it's like, oh, 
a big planet is coming to eat our planet. You got to get the glowy thing, but the glowy thing's in two parts, <gasps> and you got to find the second part, and I'm a big gorilla. And then that's <laughs> it, pretty much. <laughs> and I'm a big gorilla. There's gor- there's there's this race of Autobots call, uh, called the, um, the Maximals, mm. and so they are animals, robots, yeah. uh, and they... <laughs> They can sometimes, so they their base form is an animal, and then they can transform into like a kaiju, like man shaped guy. It's okay. weird. I don't know, man. So they're not cars. Or they're not cars. Or they're just boats? animals. Nope. Lame. Uh, then the Autobots are there, and then the Terrorcons are the bad guys. What? <laughs> and, and they're just they're just Decepticons, but they're called the Terrorcons. Where's where's Megatron? I'm not I'm not well versed in Transformers lore. I've seen all the Shia LaBeouf ones. I've seen parts of the Marky Mark ones. I've seen part of Bumblebee. They think that didn't they already do reason, kaiju ones? Like a big dragon guy? Yeah, they did that in in the fourth one or the fifth one or the sixth one or the seventh one. I don't know, but uh, there's always <clears throat> which. The the general consensus is there's at the beginning of Bumblebee there's like ten minutes on Cybertron, mm, and all the Transformers look like the cartoon and it looks amazing. And then Bumblebee goes to Earth, and then all of a sudden you're like you're with Haley Steinfeld and John Cena, and they're your main characters. John Cena. And it's just like you think for some reason, and I think I wrote this down somewhere. It's like they think that okay, we need to make a Transformers movie. So what are mm-hmm. we going to do? We're going to make it a movie about Shia LaBeouf, okay? And those movies were, like, pretty well received. I mean, they are they make absolute bank at the box office, except yeah. for this one, um, which is a bummer for them. <clears throat> okay, we, those movies did pretty good financially, uh, but we need reboots. So we're going to reboot the Transformers movies, and mm-hmm. we're going to make it about Mark Wahlberg. Yes. The, the, the most annoying man in the galaxy. And then okay, those movies didn't do super good. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna do this again, but we're gonna make it about Haley Steinfeld, somebody who people love, and John Cena. And then they're like, "Oh, that was pretty good. People kind of liked that. I bet we should do more of that." Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll cast somebody else. It's fine. I don't know. I, they, I don't know why they don't make Transformers movies about Transformers. It's always about your sh- you got Shia LaBeouf looking for a big glowy thing. And you got and you got Mark Wahlberg looking for a big glowy thing, and now you got Anthony Ramos looking for a big glowy thing, and he wears an Iron Man suit, and it's like, all right, that's cool. Wow, <laughs> Transformers. I, it was it was so boring. I was so bored. Delete it from your memory and move on yeah. to the Flash. <laughs> I immediately I immediately <laughs> forgot about it. Okay, yeah, let's talk let's talk about let's just talk about the flash. Okay, this is this is the <laughs> most, most anticipated in- <laughs> review and is Jordan's most anticipated movie of the of year. Of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hype yeah, surrounding yeah. this movie has been <laughs> unprecedented on a DC level since uh, I mean, uh, since a week after Wonder Woman came out. Let me just let me just make everything crystal clear for everybody. <laughs> So we were like, the Flash was coming out, and then Ezra Miller was like getting arrested in Hawaii for assaulting people, and we were all like, oh, so they're going to cancel the movie, Mm -hmm. and then they didn't, and then they released it, and until I saw a trailer, I was like, oh, I'm not going to see that, and then I saw the trailer, and I was like, that looks dope, and (laughs) I went to see it, Um, and let me just say, I'm not, I wasn't excited about it, well, no, I was excited about it, where am I, like, I thought the trailers looked pretty good. I was like, the CGI in some of the trailer shots looks really bad, but, like, it's trailers. They're not finished yet. It's whatever, uh, which was a lot of people's thought because yeah. that happens a lot. Well, they're like, you know, the VFX aren't quite finished yet, but sure. we got to have a trailer out. So, and the trailers looked really good to me. You know, this is all subjective. Okay, guys. They looked right. really good to me, a DC fan now. I'm a DC boy now. Yeah. This says the guy I with really the like big Spider-Man poster behind him and no DC anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, you can have both. I have both, and I'm you don't. very happy. I don't see them. I do. Where's, Spi- no, I, where's I mean, Superman? I mean, you can love both oh. DC and Marvel. I I can coexist, and they're both great. You're both great. 
Uh, I really liked the casting of Supergirl. I'm not a huge, like, I've seen the Mike, Michael Keaton Batman movies. I'm not a huge, like, fan of them. I think they're mm. kind of weird and kind of gross. Tim Burton disgustingness. I don't know. There's, like, meh. Especially the second one, there's a lot of, like, goop and, like, like gross mm. penguin stuff. Anyway, I'm not a fan. Uh, I don't know, man. I was really excited about it. <laughs> it looked pretty good. I liked The Flash. Uh, and then, so I saw it. And it's pretty good. But it's also not. <laughs> it's also not? It's, so here's the thing. Here's the review. Uh, it's so It's so hard to review movies because... Well, shoot. on on <laughs> this is our because podcast. when you because <laughs> online like on Twitter it's either you have two options it's either this is the best movie of all time it's the best comic book movie ever made it's gonna blow your mind you're literally gonna explode out of excitement wow. Tom Cruise himself saw it and he thought it was the best movie ever Stephen King talked about it he did and he was like this is the best movie ever james gunn is like this is the best movie ever you're either on that team or you're on team this movie killed my entire family in front of me oh my god and it's and it's going to continue to rot my brain and until i spiral into the abyss and it ruined movies for me and i hate everything all the time because of this movie you got to be on either you got to be on either of those sides I stand, I'm here. I'm I like, stand with the haters. <laughs> I'm like, listen, there's some really good stuff. And there's some, like, completely atrocious things in this movie. <laughs> like, some CGI. Okay, so Collect there's yourself. lots of talk about the CGI. Okay, let's talk about the CGI, the visual effects, as it were. Mm. This movie's been in production for a long time, delayed many times. And it still looks as if... It w- it looks like the CW show, you know, if not worse. I don't understand. Like that the, the visual effects are not finished. Like they're just not. They didn't finish the movie. <laughs> they released it. Just like, like imagine unrendered textures or what? Like, and it's hard to explain without you. I would love it if you went to see this movie. I think it would be so funny. <laughs> you would hate it. <laughs> I, I know. It, I would. It would be. It would be so funny. If I will not this. pay money for this movie. If I'll you watch if it you, when it comes out on digital. Yeah. If we were together and we could go together, I would. I would. Make I, you go I, with I, me. I. Yeah, I do that. <clears throat> I'm not going. Um, <laughs> so there, the director has said, "Look, the the visual effects look weird because they're supposed to look weird at points, and like I can see what he's saying mm-hmm. conceptually." And another person on Twitter that I follow made a good point, like. I believe him when he says that. that like when, like this person, the Flash is traveling faster than the speed of light. Like things, things are going to look, look weird. weird, right? But they, the choice that they made was not. They should have made a stylistic choice to make it look so weird that it 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 doesn't register. Like it it doesn't make the uncanny valley alert go off. Yeah. Okay. What happens is. The Flash is, uh, at the beginning of the movie, uh, we're in Ben Affleck Batman town, right? Ben Affleck's doing some stuff, <clears throat> and he's like, okay, listen, this building is going to fall down, Flash. I need you to do that, take care of that while I get these guys. That's a good description of the events. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so the building is collapsing. It's like a hospital. And there are all there's like 12 babies in the little, like... Uh, basket things that they have in hospitals. Baby you know basket. what I mean? Sure. So the building, they're on like the top floor of this building. The building starts collapsing. Mm-hmm. And all of the babies fall out of the building. They, <laughs> there are 12 babies. 12 falling babies. Plummeting to their deaths. But the babies look like demons because they are completely like not completely rendered and they're rendered like i don't know ps ps2 maybe era mm. maybe ps3 era but in like 4k but they're mm. not fully rendered yeah and Polygons. so they look terrible they look terrible 
and you're watching this happen and the ridiculousness of the situation, like you're just watching 12 babies fall to their death. Sounds like a Suicide Squad movie. While this crazy uh, music is playing and the Flash is slowing down time. It's like in the X-Men movies with um, Quicksilver where he slows down time and like he's running. How dare you compare these movies? (laughs) And he's like moving bullets with his finger and like slightly touching people's faces to punch them, you know, stuff like that. Uh, so he's doing that, and he's, like, running up the falling debris to, like, and he's got to, like, they set up this rule where you can't move a person. When you're traveling in the speed force, you can't touch a person and move them, You can, but you can put a baby in a microwave and move the microwave, okay? This is what happens. <laughs> he, he opens a microwave. There's an egg roll in the microwave. Mm-hmm. He eats the egg roll, and then he puts a baby in the microwave. Or he he takes the microwave, and he puts it over the baby and closes the door. What? <laughs> and then he moves the microwave away. And then he gets the stretcher, and he like puts all the babies onto the stretcher and moves them down, and then brings them back to full speed. And then he pulls a baby out of the microwave, and is like, I saved your baby, and this lady's freaking out. It's It's like... It's a funny concept, but you're just, you're witnessing it in the most off-putting and, like, disturbing visual way possible. (laughs) (laughs) So, it just, like, it combines into this really just, like, you're kind of looking around and you're like, are we watching a real thing that's happening right now? Like, like checking out the people next to you, or you're like, is what, is what we're, like, are you having the same experience that I'm having where I'm looking at this and I'm like. And you're seeing that? Yeah, am I hallucinating? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's insane. Wow. So there's that. And then there's lots of moments where the Flash is traveling through the Speed Force and he's traveling back in time. And and this is, like, part of this movie is, like, a bunch of cool concepts communicated to you in the most jarring, uncomfortable visual style possible. Amazing. So, like... He's traveling in the speed force. He's traveling. He finds out he can travel faster than the speed of light. And he, I forget what they call it. I think they call, call it the like hyper bowl or something where like he, he travels so fast that he like, he enters this, uh, this space kind speed of like the, the, the quantum realm, I suppose you could call it mm. where he's like, it looks like he's kind of in the, in the middle of an arena where he's like kind of surrounded by a bubble and then. There's like rows of the arena that illustrate moments in the past that he can travel to. So like Hmm. they're like all around him is this this row where it's like a picture pictured his this girl that he talked to like five minutes earlier. So he can travel to that or he can travel one later. So he can go through all of these things. And these illustrations of these people Mm -hmm. are communicated to you. And it's just there's one shot of his mother that it looks like what you would put in a horror movie if you wanted to be like in like it chapter two mm. if pennywise was like putting on the skin of a grandma it looks like that what <laughs> it looks so terrifying uh, and then okay there's this uh i mean all of the action scenes look okay um there's sometimes the weird thing is, like, there's some sometimes where the VFX look really good and other times where they look so bad. The main thing people hate about this movie is at the end, there's a moment where the Flash, because there's a second Barry Allen, because the first Barry, Barry Prime goes back in time to try to save his mom, yeah. and then he gets stuck in the past with his past self, and so the two of them have to team up and the second Flash doesn't have his powers yet, so they go to get his powers, but in the process, Barry Prime loses his powers, mm. so they gotta go find help, so they go find Batman, and Batman is Michael Keaton yeah. in this universe. And then, uh, towards the end, they travel back in time too many times, and the multiverse is spiraling out of control, and there's a third evil Flash that shows up. Uh, I'm spoiling everything. I'm so sorry if anybody... I don't, I don't think any of our audience is ever gonna watch this movie, so... There's a third evil Flash that's actually the second Flash that has he, he kept uh, going back in time to try to save uh, Supergirl from dying because like, she like ends up evil dying. evil Buzz Lightyear. It's so similar to that. 
uh, which is hilarious because that movie exists mm-hmm. and that twist is kind of funny. Uh, so, okay. So at the end, Zod is there, right? And you yes, see this in the Michael trailers. Shannon. In this timeline, uh, Kal-El didn't show up. Um, uh, Kara Zor- Zor-El mm-hmm. was tasked with bringing Kal-El to Earth, but they got separated and Kal-El never made it, but Kara did. And the government found her and put her in this prison cell. Well, it's the Russians, I should say. The Russian government found her and put her in this prison cell. Um, and so she's she's been kept prisoner her entire life on Earth. Mm. And so they go find her because they need somebody to stop Zod. So they find her. And then there's this big, the third act battle in the, the like barren desert that you've seen in the trailers. Yeah. So it gets to a point where they're overwhelmed. Michael Keaton just kamikazes his bat plane into a Zod ship for no reason, and he dies. And then Zod kills Supergirl to get the Codex to to uh, terraform Earth yeah, or whatever because yeah. she has it, and she's dead. And so the Flashes are like, oh, we got to go back in time and save them. So they go there, and then... So they go back in time, and they're like, hey, Michael Keaton, don't crash your plane into that plane. And he's like, okay. And then he fights... <laughs> He fights one of the big Kryptonians after that, and then he he kills him. I mean, Michael Keaton dies fighting that guy, ah. and Kara Zor-El, or Supergirl, dies anyway. And so they travel back again to try to stop it again, and it doesn't work, and they try again, and it doesn't work. And they realize, uh, earlier in the movie, uh, is, <laughs> are you tracking with me, or are you tracking with me? I'm, I'm right there with you, in disbelief. Uh, earlier, earlier in the movie, Michael Keaton explains the multiverse as such. He Michael takes Keaton, two strands. Michael Keaton understands the multiverse. Yes, he does. Bruce Wayne. Because he's smart. He's super smart. He, uh, he explains the multiverse as this, or quantum theory and the butterfly effect, essentially. Uh, so he, he, he explains it as this. He takes two strands of uncooked spaghetti. He puts them parallel. He says, most people think that when you go back in time and change something, one strand will just con- it will continue and it will just branch off and continue in an opposite direction and that's how the multiverse works he says no that's not true what actually happens is when you go back in time and change something you create a fulcrum and so mm. uh, the the two strands go completely opposite so you have a new future and you have a new past which is why in this timeline that he's changed uh, Bruce Wayne is a really old Michael Keaton and not a a little bit younger Ben Affleck <laughs> a little bit younger Okay, which which was like that made sense to me. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. In the time travel movies, you got to set up your own rules. I like those rules that they set up. Okay, and then when you he he continues when you do that too many times, and then he dumps out the pot of cooked spaghetti, and this is I'm literally telling you what happens. <laughs> He's using spaghetti. He dumps out a pot of completely cooked spaghetti. He's like, you create the multiverse. And he points at the cooked spaghetti. And he's like, as you can see, some of the strands, they do kind of converge parallel. But then all, but all of these things, there are some points that still intersect, but it's still a jumbled mess. Uh-huh. And so he's like, there are certain things that will happen in every timeline. They, they call it like in... A un- canon event. A canon event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... At the end, they the two flashes are like, oh, Supergirl dying and Batman dying while we're here with Zod right now is a canon event, and we can't stop it. Mm-hmm. But second Barry is like, no, I'm the Flash now. I can stop it. So he keeps going back over and over and over again. Right. And then he does that for presumably 50 years, maybe. Great. So the third Flash shows up and he's super old and he's like, I've been doing this for a long time. And it was me all along, Barry, who sent you back to my previous self to set me on this journey. Aren't you impressed? And then uh, he just stabs second Barry. Well, he's going to stab first Barry and then second Barry jumps in front of him. So no, old, old second Barry stabs young Young second Barry, which then stops him from continuing to go back in time. So old Barry just vaporizes because he, I guess, doesn't exist anymore. Uh And then second Barry dies. And then first Barry, uh, what does he do after that? Uh, He fixes everything, maybe. (laughs) No, he goes back in time. One more time. He goes one more time 
to where he originally changed the timeline to save his mom. He stopped his first self from doing that and then uh, stopped the, the, the following events from happening. But he did change something. Did he? He changed. So we gotta, uh, to explain this, we got to go back a little bit more. <laughs> uh, okay, so you know, you know the Flash's story, right? The, his mom died, was killed, they blamed Presumably, it on dad. His dad. Yeah. yeah because they, his dad found his mom with a knife in her stomach, but he was the only one there, and they just put him in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was no alibi. So in this movie, you see the scene where Barry is a kid. His mom's making spaghetti, uh, ironically enough. And she's like, hey, my husband, Barry's dad, I need you to go. I didn't get a can of tomatoes. I need you to go mm-hmm. get a tan- can-, can of tomatoes from the store. And get a like, tan of okay, tomatoes. Fine. Get a tan of tomatoes. And while he's gone getting tomatoes at the store is when she gets stabbed and he comes home and finds her. Great. So what Barry does Doesn't at the end of the alibi, movie. question mark? No, because, so there's a security camera pointing at where he's getting tomatoes, uh, but he never looks up and he's wearing a hat, so they can't verify that it's actually him. Okay. But they you, Barry can see that his dad is there, right? Yeah. And the security footage, and they can't put it in court because they can't actually see his face and whatever. Receipts. But at the, the end of the movie, store. no. Nope. Um, okay. At the end of the movie, he goes back to that point, and he like <clears throat> don't wear a hat with the cameras, so that yeah, he's like he, he's like, hey man, look at me, and then they can see his face, and they put that in court, and he gets uh, exonerated. Is that the, sure. is the term? Uh, freed from prison, and but because he did that. Psych, Batman is George Clooney. We're in George Clooney's universe now. What? And, and then the movie ends. <laughs> what? Yeah. How does that change the appearance of anyone? And why are there because two Ezra back, Millers? He went back to... There's not two Ezra Millers anymore. He went back to where his dad was at the store, and then he went back to his present, but he created a fulcrum, so the past had changed, and his future... Okay. It was kind of similar, I guess. And he shows up there. He gets his he gets his dad out of out of prison, and then Bruce Wayne calls him. And he's like, "Hey, Barry, you want to go on a mission?" And then he's like, "Yeah, Batman." And then he show, and Batman shows up, and he's George Clooney. And he's like, "What?" And then the movie ends. What? <laughs> Post credit scene. Which George Clooney played Batman and Batman and Robin. If you didn't know, yeah, he was Batman once, mm-hmm. the one that everybody hates. Um, and then post credit scene is just him. Uh, he finds Jason Momoa Aquaman at a bar, mm. and they just they share some words, and it's not it's nothing. So great. All all that does is gives. They don't have to use Ezra Miller Ezra Miller anymore if they want to use say Ben Affleck for example, because Ezra Miller's no longer in. He's no longer in the DCEU or the DCU, so they because they, he doesn't become Flash. He's out. No, he's still Flash. He's just in a different timeline. Well, what about the what about the Ezra Miller he left behind that messed with the cameras and stuff? No, that's him. That's still him. He was well, the same. The other one, the second Barry died, and then he went back well, in time he, and stopped him from ever doing that. So, well, yeah, okay. So he went back in time to stop himself from leaving. Right. Yes. Right. So what happened to the guy yes. he stopped from leaving? Who knows, man? Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, there then there's still a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the, the movie's over, so they don't have time to talk about it. So it's All fine. right. <laughs> Great. Okay. Sounds like a good time. Now that I've explained everything and told you what's bad about it, there is actually good in it. There's actually a really solid Flash movie hidden under a bunch of really terrible decisions. And so there's like Ezra Miller is legit really good. Unfortunately for us, it would be nice to just be like, oh, he was really bad, and he's a criminal, so it's fine. <laughs> but he's actually really good. Uh, Michael Keaton is surprisingly really good. He's in it a lot for for a re- like I didn't realize he was going to be in it as much as he is. They threw him all over the trailers. So there's like half of the movie where it's Barry in his normal timeline, and he like. There's the scene with the babies, and that's annoying, but, like, uh, we get a really cool action sequence with Ben Affleck Batman that's legit, like, really cool. Um, 
well directed and and Ben Affleck is a really good Batman and Bruce Wayne in my opinion I think he's great honestly okay he he does like shoot some he shoots hit the bike he's riding has machine guns on it which right. I was like you, you gotta stop doing that you gotta <laughs> stop killing people man it's so easy to just not do that um and oh Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman shows up because uh, Batman's falling off of a bridge and she saves him with a lasso of truth. And right. there's a cute little scene where he goes, I created this persona to hide my uh, childhood trauma or whatever because he's wearing <laughs> a lasso of truth. Uh, oh. And there's a funny joke. There's There are funny jokes, you know? There are funny jokes. There are genuine, genuine laughs here and there. Um, honestly, like the stuff with Barry and his dad and Barry and his mom is really like heartfelt, heartwarming, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cream of the crop of the bad stuff, so the, the the nasty cream of the crop, you know what I mean? The curd. That's the thing. The thing that people really hate and will keep people from watching this movie is so at the end when all of these universes they travel back in time too much and all of these universes are essentially colliding and being destroyed. Mm-hmm. You see a bunch of cameos. There's a cameo sequence here. Where the camera kind of goes through this, like, multi-dimensional universe-looking thing. Great. And it goes in on, like, the first Superman, and there's a bunch of, like, resurrected dead actors. Like, the fir- like Christopher Reeve Superman is there, but he's, like, digitally made. And, like, they use, you know, wh- whatever technology they use to resurrect dead people. They used... <laughs> In this, and then there's a footage from their movies. Apparently not. Okay. And he's there, and then they didn't. They uh they go past one of the Flash characters from the Flash TV show, but it's not Grant Gustin. And people are like, "You didn't put Grant Gustin in the Flash movie?" Mm. It's like, but they put like uh they put they put a rando in there from the Ah. show, but they didn't put him in it. And it's really weird. And then they go into um, a universe where Nicolas Cage is Superman, and he's fighting a big spider. That sounds like so a that good happens. Time. Yeah, he got he got his long hair, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Let's get that. Yeah, movie. it's just people are really upset about that. It didn't upset me that much, other than the CGI was really bad. Uh, yeah, it's just like, oh, Supergirl is amazing. I love that actress. She's well cast, and her performance is really good. She doesn't get a ton to do because she comes in like towards the end. Mm. Uh, she fights Zod a, bunch a of bit. Times. Yeah, a bunch of times, which is unfortunate. But I think they should keep her. I think she's really good. Um, right on. I don't know, man. It's it didn't kill my entire family in front of me, and it's not the best movie ever. But I had fun watching it. I'll watch it again. It's hilariously bad at points, but it's also pretty good at other points. So. Hmm. A whole bunch of fuss for a pretty okay time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. There it yeah, is, yeah. everyone. What what's your overall score? You said six? Uh, I gave it a I gave it a six out of ten. I think okay. it genuinely is like one point above average. And I said in my um letterbox <laughs> review, if you would have like all the content is the same. <laughs> what are you doing? Okay, start back at a. it's a one point above average. Yeah, I gave it like a 6 out of 10. It's like, <laughs> I genuinely think it's like one point above average. And I said this in my letterbox review. Nice. If you if they would have just, fin- if all of the content was the same and they just finished the VFX, like it would get another half star mm-hmm. for me. And then if you take out the like kind of distasteful resurrected dead actors with bad AI technology, I would give it another full star. So it would be like, it would be like 4 out of 5. You know, uh, what was that? Eight out of ten. <laughs> yeah, eight out of ten. seven and a half. Seven and a half out of ten, or whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's unfortunate. Unfortunately, like there's enough in it that might distract you from enjoying it mm-hmm. to its fullest extent. But at the same time, there is a lot to like about it. I think if you can if you can like forget that Ezra Miller is a wanted criminal, maybe again, I don't know. Maybe, sure maybe they're some not outstanding, outstanding charges on them. Yeah. And now they're like, well, maybe the accusations weren't actually true anyway. But I don't know. Man. I'm pretty sure there's video oh. evidence of it. 
You know what? Should we um this episode is like long. Let's just do two, you think? And then two? we can just end this. We can just end this episode and then do the Marvel episode and then we'll, okay. we'll be a week ahead again. How's that? Oh my gosh. Okay. How's that sound? How's well, that sound for you? All right. Let's do that. <laughs> Short episode. <'Cause> I, <laughs> it's still it's still going to be like 45 50 minutes long, so. Okay. That's my review of The Flash, everybody. Great. Well done. Um, I guess I could talk about one more thing then, because we have a little bit of time to just get it to an hour, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so um, the spring anime season is coming to a close here in mm, two, three weeks, maybe, depending on what shows you're watching. Sure. So we, we have uh, Vinland Saga which is uh, the Viking one that I highly recommend. Season 2 is closing here soon. Uh, Last week's episode, really, really, really good. Okay? Nice. So this is a story about what it means to be a true warrior. Okay? Okay. So uh, Thorfinn, that's his name, or Thorfinn, um, his father... Thor's was a great warrior, a great man, killed a lot mm. of people. Okay. But then he ran away from the war. He he took a moment uh, after f- jumping off an exploding Nordic Viking ship. Uh, he took a moment underwater, rethought his life, saw a bunch of dead bodies in the water, and said, you know oh. what? This isn't for me. I'm not doing this anymore. And he swam yeah. for miles. I wouldn't either. Off the, off the coast and, dis- and vowed to never kill anyone ever again. He understood. Okay? Mm-hmm. And he, he goes to Iceland with this tribe and they rebuild society in Iceland and they're like, we're not Vikings. Um, and so Thorfinn, but he, you know, they, they still regale the tales and they're excited about war and stuff like that. But Thors and his son are like, he, he tries to teach his kid like, Violence is never the answer. No one has any enemies, right? Sure. This is the big one. No one has any enemies. So Torfin is like, screw you, Dad. War is cool. Um, oh. Killing people is cool. And he still has this <laughs> chest of, like, his daggers and his armor and stuff. So Thorfinn finds this dagger and he looks into it and the reflection on his eyes and you mm. see it and you're he's like he's like wow kire it's just like uh, pretty or something you know and yeah. he's like look at this and his dad grabs the knife by the blade and takes it out of his hand and he's bleeding from his hand he's like no one has any enemies you know <gasps> he's like really yeah. trying to impress this on him well anyway um a lot of events take place um and Thorfinn gets older. And in season two, he's like learning what it mean what he what his dad really meant. Hmm. And okay. so it's and we we got some payoff after forty some odd episodes. Very good. And uh it was really good. It was really nice. good. So I'm super happy about that. And um I've been watching Heavenly Delusion as well. Okay. Which uh, I've talked talk about, about a little that. bit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's sort of a post-apocalyptic. Uh, nature has taken over technology. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. But there's like these alien things called man eaters. Yeah. And they run around and kill people. And there's like there's like pockets of civilization and like cities and stuff. Uh, but mostly it's just like weary travelers mo- walking around Japan. Sure. Um, and this pair are trying to solve the mystery of where heaven is um, because the guy's mom told the bodyguard to take him to heaven. And uh, those were her, like, last words, so she couldn't explain it, which is perfect for a TV show. And uh, so they're, like, walking around Japan, like, do you guys know where heaven is? <laughs> and so they're, they're just walking around. anywhere? Yeah. And she, the bodyguard, she has a gun with a little bird logo on it. And mm-hmm. so they're like, maybe this gun that has special power 
to like shoot beams and be like, right? Uh, maybe this gun <laughs> has something to do with heaven. So they start investigating the bird oh. logo. They see shipments of this bird, and they're like, oh, like let's get it's into the this. Mockingjay. Yeah. And so there's also Fireflies. this B story of this kid academy, and all these parents send their kids there or, like, give their, uh, their, um, their zygotes to the school. Zygotes. And they're like, create a child for us and create the perfect, mm. super smart child. And they they have like this huge class of kids and they all kind of like, they're like normal kids, you know, doing school that don't understand that they're like captives in this weird school. And some mm. of them have superpowers, maybe like the, it's not very mm. explicitly the stated, X-Men. but like some of them like can just crawl around like spider-man or oh. can jump a hundred feet in the air and you're nice. and it's just it seems like normal and so like that's happening and we're kind of like following our two main characters as they understand they're like learning about this academy and they're like is this heaven are we going towards that is this something that happened in the past or like is this b story happening right now like are these two, you know, is it happening at the same time? Is this kid in the school the same kid as the main character now? Because they kind of look the same, but they don't have the same name. It's like there's a lot of mystery. Like, what is going on? And I hope that we'll get answers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's One only like hope. there's only like two or three more episodes. In the season. So if we're going to get any answers this season, um, then they better show up soon. Mm. That's where I'm at. I hope you get those answers. I hope I get them too, you know? That sounds interesting for sure. Yeah. And it looks really, really good. They they kind of yeah. took the art style in a different direction last episode, um, but sure. like in a cool way. Hmm. So. I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. They change, Sometimes, change up. When shows like like run out of budget or something, they'll switch to a different animation studio, <laughs> and like all of a sudden the show looks terrible, and you're like, ha, huh, huh, huh. uh. yeah. But this time, I don't know if it was like a, a straight up stylistic choice or whatever, but it sure. definitely looked different. Huh. So, hype for that. There you go. Okay, are we good? How are we feeling? That's great. I love it. Okay, so. Next week, uh, in about five minutes for us, probably. <laughs> uh, but next week for you guys, we'll be talking about Marvel Cinematic Universe. Will it even be an episode in June? Yeah, it will. It will. The 26th of June. We're saving it up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Last, just last barely, Tuesday of Just June. barely making it in. <laughs> We're going to talk yeah. about Marvel. We're going to give our current rankings of the MCU, which is going to include all of the TV shows and movies, not including Werewolf by Night or the Marvel, uh, the, the, the Guardians holiday special. Yeah. Those two will be notwithstanding, but we will include things we haven't seen, i.e. She-Hulk. <laughs> I've seen it. Well, uh, he's seen it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to go through it, <clears throat> and just like with the Star Wars stuff where we gave our guesses and stuff. We did that. We recorded that. uh, Sort of, I failed to record my own audio. So, whoopsies. But we have the scores, so we're going to kind of go through it a little bit quicker and give more, like, in-depth thoughts on individual movies, especially ones that have come out over the last year. I want to talk specifically about Phase 4 and... The, the the statement that I see a lot about how people say, like, oh, Marvel just fell off after Endgame. Like, there hasn't sure. there's only been one or two good movies in Marvel since Endgame, and everything is bad and everything sucks, and I hate it all. Right? Yeah. So we're going to – I'm going to try to prove to you that Marvel's still good. And hopefully. I like most of the movies, in fact. That's what we're going to talk about next week. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. 
shout out to the slowly increasing number of people at my work that are listening to this podcast. Yeah, um, let's go. There's like two or three people that have said, I'm going to listen to an episode. Um, and one of them even said that they fell asleep watching our episode. So, hey, that's you know, a sign of a good podcast. That, that's what I said, it, you yeah. know? Yeah, so exciting stuff. Heck yeah. uh, we'll talk to you guys next week with some Marvel. And uh, yeah. thanks for listening. We'll see you again later. Bye. Jim, I'm Jimmy Buck. Hey, I did a good <laughs>